Welcome to Raiders on the Record, the podcast featuring Hastings High School Athletics. I'm Athletic Director Trent Hansen. My colleague Tim Hanneberg and I work together to bring you the stories of Raiders sports. We are thrilled to share conversations with the athletes, coaches, and alumni that represent Raider Nation. Check back weekly and be sure to share this podcast with your friends in the Raiders Network. Alex Hendrickson is a junior at Hastings High School and will be a 2024 Raider graduate. During his time at Hastings High School, he has played hockey and baseball and earned his varsity letter last season in baseball. On the baseball team, he plays second base, shortstop, and pitches. Alex talks about how he lives his favorite saying of, dreams don't work unless you do. Alex gives a great interview where he talks a lot about being a role model for younger athletes. Even though he is only a junior, Alex committed to the University of St. Thomas, where he will play baseball. All right, here we are with Alex Hendrickson. Alex, we always start at the beginning of someone's life. So let's start at the beginning of your life. Did your family always live in Hastings? Are you originally from Hastings? Are your parents from Hastings? Let's hear about you growing up, brothers, sisters, mom and dad, all the good stuff. All right, so mom has always lived in Hastings whole life. My dad is from Prescott. They met at the University of Wisconsin, then came back to live here. So that's where I'm at. Uh, I got a brother. His name's Brady. He is in seventh grade. He goes to C school. He pl- he plays bas- baseball and basketball, and he's just nice to have as a brother because we compete at just about everything. We're never on the same team. Whether it's mini hoop basketball, outside wrestling, everything. Mm-hmm. Love it. And then the next thing we always like to hear about is the schools you attended here in Hastings. Uh, one thing I always like hearing about is teachers that had a really big impact on you. And it doesn't have to be every single teacher you had, but if you want to talk about each level, um, so maybe elementary, middle school, high school, uh, once again, let's hear about the schools you attended and any teachers that had a positive impact on your life. Yeah, so I attended C school here in Hastings my whole life up until high school. So that's something that not many kids get to say. Get to say, I think especially being a being an athlete here and going to C's my whole life is pretty cool. Um, a teacher that I would have to say, I feel like it's kind of, I don't think I got one just because being at C's so so close. Not many like people. Everyone was just so like similar and it was in a good way and then the thing about the high school so you've been at the Hastings high school for the last couple years any teachers that once again had a really big impact on your life um I'm gonna have to go with Jeff Corkish he's pretty much one of my biggest role models in life just I think he's really like me super encouraging and he's he's a big reason how I've gotten to who I am today for sure. And we can circle back for a second too. I forgot about your extended family here. You got a big extended family right here in Hastings with the Harrises, the Junkers, and a bunch of other ones. Usually I, I wait for the shout outs at the end of the podcast, but if you want to give any of those guys a shout out right now, uh, you can go for it. Uh, yeah, I'll start right away because Jake just got off the phone with Jake about 15 minutes ago, said to shout him out. So we'll start with that. Um, for sure, my cousin John as well, John Harris. He's a sophomore here at Hastings. 
he's my day one, do everything together, no matter what it is. Um, then probably for sure, Mikey, Michael Junker, he played football at Bemidji State after playing here. He's, I'd say he's my number one role model in life, which is really big for me. And Maddie got left out of the, the fold here when Jake was on here. She was really upset about it. Everyone talks about Mikey and everyone talks about the Harris family. If you want to talk about Maddie for a second too, I, I really hate for her to get left out on this one as well. Yeah, I'll show it on Maddie being the only girl in the extended family, so it's right. tough for her. For sure. The next thing we always like hearing about, Alex, is the sports you played growing up. I typically like to stop somewhere around 7th and 8th grade as someone when someone like you maybe gets a little more serious with sports too and might get brought up to a higher level. So let's hear about the sports you played growing up. And once again, let's stop around 7th or 8th grade. Okay, so started playing baseball pretty much since uh, four years old. Then kind of got into hockey. My uncle really got me into that. No, no one really knew how to skate in my family. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, my uncle got me into that. It was kind of just baseball and hockey all the way up until then. Then I think I, I quit hockey just a couple years ago, focused on baseball. But yeah, and through that time, I, I even played football year, basketball year, but I kind of just wanted to stick to those two sports. Those were my two main, and I knew I could trust those sports. For sure. So let's start in seventh grade. Uh, and let's talk about each season that you played. So seventh grade fall, then we'll go winter, spring, and then we can talk about the level you played at too. Any big accomplishments, personal or for the team as well. So uh, as we get into the high school level too, if you're all conference, all section, all state, uh, let's hear about those things, captain as well. And then once again, any team accomplishments as well with each sport that you played in. Yeah, so... Obviously, our baseball team has been super fun all the way since we started playing together. I think so. We won one state when we were 12, which was pretty big for all of us. I think that really established being together as a team for the rest of our lives. We're still playing together even now, which is couldn't ask for anything more. Uh, hockey, it was kind of different. Like, me knowing that it wasn't my sport, I didn't. I still put the passion into it, just not as much. We didn't win as much, but for baseball, up and so we had that state, and then we had a lot, still just a lot of success. I don't. We never had another state tournament for at least for me. But um, then I I started playing like summer ball, and that was huge. We won plenty of tournaments just the last two years. That was huge for me again in the recruiting process. And then just my first year of varsity baseball was last year. I was all conference and we did, we made, got one win in sections, not how we wanted to, but that's a good build on what we think we have a good shot at this year. For sure. So you're only a junior in high school right now. You talked about in the rapid fire uh, committing to St. Thomas. If you want to walk us through what that recruiting process was like, uh, that'd be awesome. And then if you want to also preview your upcoming baseball season this year too, because you know it's going to be a monster season. So let's talk about that as well. Yeah. So starting with the recruiting, it was kind of, once I got to my, like I was probably 13, I really, I really wanted to, my goal was to go D1 no matter what. Then that just from there, it was straight up and work started from there. Uh, so obviously playing ball with all the boys inspired 
inspired me to have that dream. I started playing summer ball, which was super crucial for me. Got to travel to huge tournaments, played really good competition. And from there, just that's how it came from, inspired me. Having, it's having fun with all the boys is what inspires me to keep playing at the next level. And then this upcoming year, the boy, there's a lot of talk going around school. Mm-hmm. I think just about everyone in the school knows this, this is going to be the year, at least what all the baseball boys are thinking, which is I can't wait. So practice starts in six days. So first game, probably like three weeks. So no, I don't think any, any of us can wait any longer. We're really expecting a good year. Mm-hmm. Talk about a little bit too. You're a really good pitcher. So talk about the positions you play in the team as well. Yeah, so I played – Second and third last year, obviously behind Jackson Schaefer, who was at shortstop. He was a good role model for me, hoping that'll lead up to being shortstop this year and next year, which is good for me that he was there. Could look at him for being a good senior role model for me. Uh, yeah, so I'll play there. I'll probably play short most of the year and then pitch a good amount of games too. For sure. So Mr. Hansen is our AD, and one thing that he always likes to ask us coaches is why we coach. So on here, when we got athletes like yourself, we'd like to turn that around on you guys. So can I ask him that same question? Why is sports important to you, and why do you play sports? Yeah, I'd say a smaller a smaller and more obvious role in that is because of how fun the game is and being able to be with the boys. That's it's That's, like I said before, it's what – inspired me to keep playing baseball, keep having that same attitude with the game. Something bigger is that I know I can be an influence for many people around me, whether it's my age, people looking playing that I'm playing with, or even kids that are younger that look up to me. I know my brother and his friends, they obviously come to so many of our games, and I, I think that's really cool for our community being – being able to be someone that kids can look up to. For sure. You know, you've been a Raider athlete here for about three years at the high school level. You've had a lot of fun experiences. You talked about last year, having a really good season, coming up a little short. But what do you think so far has been maybe your favorite moment as a Raider athlete? And this could be you actually playing sports or maybe anything else you've been part of too. Yeah, I'd say... um, so obviously having a younger career in baseball, not much to say yet until hopefully next year when we got a, when I got a ring on my finger. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously only playing one year, I think sweeping St. Thomas last year was super big for not only me, but I think the juniors and seniors for this year, I think that was a big reason why we have strong belief. They're obviously a good team and no one from Hastings likes those guys, so... I think that was a good boost for all of us. Awesome. Another thing that Mr. Hansen likes to ask us coaches is about success and how we define success. So once again, turn that around on you, Alex, how would you define success, especially when it comes to sports? Yeah, I'd say it's not always about winning. It's always, I think it's about being a good influence to others around me. It's, like knowing that I will be going to St. Thomas, I think that my job is to be a role model for everyone who's who is surrounded by me, whether it's being 
encouraging them or anything that makes them look up to me. I think that's my job to help other kids get to where I'm at. That's awesome. You've been playing a couple sports here at the high school level, hockey a little bit too, uh, before you got to high school and then baseball as well. You've had a lot of coaches growing up as well. So it's probably hard to nail down maybe that one best coach that you played with so or played for. So if you want to name a couple, that'd be awesome. So, but like I said, who do you think is that best coach that you've played for? There's probably a million ways to define best coach and the impact that they've had on your life. But who do you think that would be for you? This one was a tough one for me. Uh, I think I got a shout out my dad for being my baseball coach for probably like nine years of my life. So that was huge. But best coach, I think I'm going to have to go with Jeff Corkish. He coached me, I think, six years ago in club or AAA hockey. Um, going back to what I said to him about being a teacher, he's so encouraging to me and to everyone else. I often think he has the same mentality as me. Like, you're not going to go anywhere if you don't put the work in. Like, a quote that I always think of when I think of him is, dreams don't work unless you do. And I think that he's just been that that quote to me in a really good way. Perfect. Now we're thinking about the boys that you're playing with. You've, you've mentioned the boys a few times here with the hockey and especially the baseball boys. So it's pretty hard to nail down that one best teammate. And I've defined this in, in numerous different ways. It could be that older athlete that really kind of showed you the ropes that you always looked up to. Be that person that's the same age as you, that's always kind of push you step by step, always trying to get better and, and kind of one up that that teammate. Or it could be that kind of person that you got that shoulder to cry on, that uh, you you uh, can always turn to whenever you need help. So, who do you think that best teammate would be in your life, Alex? I think there's two options here. I think more obvious one is probably John Tuglin. We played just about played on the same team just about. Every year we've played sports, whether it's baseball or hockey. You know, we've had that bond since we first started playing sports. There's not much to be said. We've just been right with each other the whole way, and he's super inspiring to me, also my lifting partner. Mm -hmm. So I got to shout that out. Um, I think another big one is Connor Stoffel. You senior last year, um, huge role model to me. I, I like how he was a silent but strong leader. I think that's a good a good way that I think I can learn from him. Um, when I even when I committed to St. Thomas, he I think he wrote the longest passage to me by far for all my friends. I mean, even to this day, it's only been a few months, but I still look it back at that quote a few few times a month, and I'm sure I won't stop for a long time. That's so I think that's a good leader for me. For sure. You kind of mentioned sweeping St. Thomas was a big win for you guys last year, especially uh, I know there's a story behind that too, and I'm playing some music, and that's what you guys kind of party to on the bus uh, and then the rest of the season. But besides them, or maybe if you want to talk about that, that rivalry more, that'd be okay. Who do you think is an opponent that you really look forward to playing every single year for baseball? Uh, and once again, this could be a team that really brings out the best in you. It could be that kind of bad blood rivalry. Uh, so once again, who do you think that is for you guys? Yeah, I think going into this year, it'll be two schools probably. We we got swept by Montemita last year, which was probably the low point of our year last year. And we're definitely not 
that's not on our plans this year. But I'd, I think I'd still have to go with St. Thomas. They're, I think they're a fun team to play against for us. They got two D1 pitchers as well. They're, they got a lot that we can see and we know that we can handle as we, we beat them. We swept them, obviously, last year, and they even threw one of their D1 guys at us, and we hit them pretty good. And that, that, we had the most fun that day, I think, than any other day. Um, yeah, even the celebration, probably my one of my favorite pictures ever of me holding the broom out the windows for leaving St. Thomas. So, yeah, I think I'd have to go to St. Thomas for sure. Perfect. And you mentioned John Teglin, and I uh, interviewed him last year for the podcast here, and he brought up your name as one of the best teammates. And what he said about you was that you're in your garage all day, every day, hitting thousands of balls off the tee. So kind of segueing into our next question, talk about your improvement process and how you've continued to make improvement from year after year after year. I know you talked about uh, a lot of lifting with John too. I know you lift really hard during the season and out of the season. Uh, once again, hitting ball after ball off the tees as well. So once again, talk about your improvement process and how you have continued to make that improvement from year to year. Yeah, uh, I'll start with just like the lifting point. Um, in the off season, I go to ETS Performance. It's in Lakeville. Um, I think it really makes me be the best athlete I can. I think, I think, but I in a, in a, in the uh, during baseball season, I go. I am in Spark in the morning, so that's huge for me because obviously I don't get to go to ETS as much with baseball. What I like about ETS though is. It's not training me to be a power lifter, which I don't encourage really, unless unless you're in Spark, because mm -hmm. I think that's what makes me a better athlete myself. Um, I also hit with Gary Rekka in the winter, which is huge. That's when I'm not hit by myself. But the biggest thing for me, I think, is mindset. Whether it's staying positive or always looking to do the right thing, that's something key. But more of the mindset is just like knowing that you have to be better than everyone else to get to where you want to be. Um, you got to know that the road is not easy because anyone can do something easy, but it takes commitment to be great. That's something that I think is really important. And just the mindset is, I think, the most important key for me the, to where I've gone today. Sure. Is this something you've developed over the years, something that you really read about? Or where did this mindset really kind of uh, kind of take roots in your life? I'd say, yeah, probably a few years ago when I realized that, like, I really want to go D1 and I realized that it's not going to be easy. Like, I've consistently throughout, since when I'm younger, I've been a really good baseball player. But as time keeps coming up, more and more players begin, begin to get really good at baseball. And it's not easy to be the best, but... You, at some point, you got to realize that you got to do a lot more than what you really think you have to do to be great. For sure. What about being on the mound too? You know, you, I think about sports in a lot of different different ways. You know, and obviously, I'm a wrestling coach, so when you're when you're wrestling, it's just one person versus one person out of the mat. But you know, you look at baseball as a team sport, and you're kind of out in the field, and not every hit is coming to you. You know, you're not uh, fielding every ball, but especially when you pitch like you do, uh, you know, you have a lot of impact on the game and you really got to have that kind of mental fortitude that you're talking about right now um, out there on the mound. So how's that work for you? Is there, once again, like a mantra that you kind of say to yourself over and over again? I know you talked about in the rapid fire, maybe praying a little bit too, 
and calming your nerves down. But I guess what I'm asking is that mental piece for you too on the mound. How do you stay calm uh, and how do you stay focused out there on the mound? Yeah, I'd say it's just whatever I got to do, whatever I got to do to do what's best for my teammates, whether even like when I'm not on the mound, if I'm just in the dugout, it's either staying calm or just relaxing my teammates. And when we're in a tough situation or it's even just getting them going and know that we got to get in the game or something like that, something I just got to know that whatever's best for my teammates and I can be that person in the future, knowing that I can be a leader. Awesome. Last couple of questions in for you, Alex. We always like to end with pieces of advice for parents, coaches, and student athletes. So uh, we take that first group of the parents and coaches looking back in the last couple of years here as a high school athlete. If you had to give parents and coaches a couple pieces of advice from your experiences, what do you think it would be and why? Um, I'd just say pushing us hard. I mean, if it's hard to have a limit to push kids, I think, because if someone thinks they're being pushed too hard, I think maybe sports aren't for them. I mean, it's kind of different to say, obviously, being a better athlete, but I think that it's really you have to be pushed in order to be a good athlete, which is, I think, key. Awesome. You talked about being that great role model for those younger athletes, kind of someone like your brother Brady too. Those guys that are coming to the game, watching out there on the mound, watching in the field. So if you had to talk to those younger athletes, think about the last couple of years as a high school athlete and give them a couple pieces of advice, what do you think it would be for those younger student athletes? Uh, I'd say probably two things. Good grades is right away. Can't say much more about it. You have to have I think good grades helps you become not only a better person, better on the field, off the field, and you just having good grades, I think, makes you become a better leader, knowing that you have that commitment in the classroom, but you also have a commitment to your teammates and to the sport you play. And like I've said before, the road to where you want to be is not easy, and you have to overcome many things to where you want to be, whether it's individually going to the next level or it's team winning the state tournament you have to you have to be a good role model in both ways awesome alex that's all the questions i got for you the last thing we always do once again is turn the microphone over to our our guest Uh, if there's anything i forgot to ask you you can go for it anything else you want to get off your chest once again you gave a lot of those shout outs to your family members here in the beginning but if you want to do it again or anyone else you want to give shout outs to, once again, this time is yours. The microphone is yours and you can go for it. I like to, I just like to say there's, you can't, you can't do more than what you think you can do. And I think I'd like to shout out John Harris again. Don't be afraid to be a legend. Best quote there is quoted by John Harris. And I think that's it. Awesome. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, thank you.